Grab. <laughs> and it's time in the blue headphones your world champion undefeated 52 and 0 todd on the pod and in the red headphones the interim champion and your challenger the belly buttonless freak from parts unknown it's j90 mac let's get it on Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another week of the Rap Drugs Pod, you motherfucking drug fiends. Hope you like the new intro. We paid a lot of money for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Parody. It's a if you it's a parody in case (laughs) Mad TV or any producers are wondering. Uh anyone at any of the networks that Mad TV's ever played on, or anyone who has the streaming rights that. It is a parody. Okay, Bobby Lee? It's a parody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I used to love Don't that. need to get sued by Tiger Belly. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of money behind that. I used to love that show in the day when it was on in the table. Oh, yeah, it, man. I don't know if it kind of like took down Saturday Night Live, but that was the beginning of the end, if you ask me. Yeah, like, I was never into Saturday Night Live. Yeah, exactly. By the time you came around... Wasn't even worth it. Uh, All my friends were, though. But yeah, but they watch shitty Saturday Night Live, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Hot Rod's not bad. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's not bad. Andy Samberg, maybe he was the last... That was the last good set of cohorts. Oh, but yeah. now it's, it's I was always about The Lonely Island, but I never knew that I was even on that show. I was True. just thought, I was like, oh, Lonely Island, check. True. Everyone, once that song came out, I'm on a boat, man. Everyone was about that song. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, he was crushing at that point. So, yeah, SNL does pop out a lot of good people. They have some good people going through. It's just like Mad TV kind of thinned out the herd. And now with the internet, the herd's definitely been thinned. And this whole left-right thing, it is what it is. You're you're, you're only going to, unfortunately, only a certain type of demographic is going to be able to get on to uh, SNL. You won't find your Jeff Foxworthies. <laughs> you got Bill Burr on there, though, recently. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Shane Gillis will host an episode, but they never put him yeah. on. Like, some the yeah. funniest people out there, Tim Dillon, like, he's not getting an invite to audition. Or maybe he is, and he's turning it down. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but he's already he's more famous he than he would need to be to go on SNL. Like, I feel like... yeah. 
True, true. Or maybe, the, you know what I mean? Like, I time, feel like you're a nobody. Weren't, wasn't everyone like nobodies till they hit it usually back back in the day when it was like, I don't know, Will Ferrell or whoever. Yeah, but no one ever left that. SNL because they were, like they left because they got too busy. Not because yeah. they were too famous. So like to add it to your resume, you would always be amazing back in the day. Now people don't really see it the same way Yeah, when they have an audience. You can never put like Tim on there though. People are more like you never do that show. Yeah, ex- that's true. That, exactly because of the you could put it on television back in the day, like maybe, probably. Dick in a box is pretty. Well, look at Justin Timberlake. TV. Get Dick in a box. Give someone yeah. your dick for Christmas. Like, yeah, sexually harass someone for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's no <laughs> Danish kid show about a man with a ma- magic giant penis, but magic. we'll get into that later. <laughs> 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 But yeah, man, like just all, all I'm saying, you know, I don't, SNL is, it's their choice. Like money talks, but YouTube, like, fuck you guys. Twitter, fuck you guys. I think it's, it's on point. Is it free speech or are we just going to the internet to get other people ad revenue or pay a subscription for your service to be ad free? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like that's, yeah, exactly. I don't know either. I don't know if they're going to start putting ads in front of these Periscope videos or Twitter, Twitter live is going to try and pop in some ads. So YouTube definitely, they, I don't know if they try to block you from a thousand subscribe. Like once you get to a thousand, they start pushing you so that they can get their ads out. And like, if you're not friendly, like they've, we've had a lot of videos that have been like, Oh, this is 18 plus. Oh, this is 18 plus. Yeah, a couple of weed videos, but one was just like, what did Bill Gates say on the COVID vaccine? I didn't I didn't know that was 18 plus. Was CNN and Fox News, are they 18 plus now? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that about? The others, like, I got, sh- I made, like, do they make alcohol commercials 18 plus or like reviewing beers 18 plus? Like, is Joe not. plus? He's drinking. He's getting drunk. Yeah, he's famous. That's why he none of his stuff is eighteen plus. Yeah. So, but I can't even say like. And That's he's talking the thing about with it. all the time and being in LA. So arbitrary. Yeah. Exactly. I can, we can't talk like. Good they use it there. as like a a, a soft uh, a soft. Um, exactly. The band. rules. A they use band. the rules when they feel like just like the police. <laughs> yeah. Like. In yeah. Vancouver, like they don't this have the to get police. decriminalization passed because the police don't enforce it. Yeah, if man. they felt like it, they could kick in your door and give you a ticket for having 30, like buying 31 grams of weed in Ontario. Like, yeah, like or traveling with it. If you traveled with 31 grams of weed, they could like arrest you and let you go through the courts to figure out whether you're guilty or not. <laughs> yeah. Or they could just let you go. Like same with it, just like a speeding ticket. Like even murder, I guess they could do that, but <laughs> if they don't, have <laughs> they can really do whatever they want. Yeah, but yeah, that's exactly. Like, has to get overchanged by a court later. So yeah, I, I don't. I'm not interested in this fake free speech anymore. Like, get me to Saudi Arabia, where uh, maybe I got. Maybe we got to get some VPNs going and put out some fake YouTube channels. Maybe we got to buy a YouTube channel with a thousand plus subscribers. So if you have yeah. a YouTube channel for sale. Send it our way. We'll get three X's as quick as possible and run it right to the dirt. But uh, let us know. 
Because I was actually, <laughs> we were actually proposed. This is the wackest proposal I got ever. Uh, by email, someone wanted to sell us an Instagram account for 40 bucks <laughs> with like 14,000 subscribers or something like that. Like, why do I want your whack audience? We have a yeah. beautiful audience of our own on IG. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to the Walrus Whisperer. Uh, a re recent new follower. We appreciate the love from another Canadian and uh, dope cause. If you want to support it, uh, fuck Marie Land. Basically, look look that shit up. Just yeah. Just on Twitter, search fuck Marine Land. You'll you'll get connected with the Walrus Whisperer, Phil Demers. And if you're a JRE fan, you obviously know about him <laughs> from this. Yeah, week. the Walrus Whisperer. Yeah, sounds kind of creepy. But yeah, I don't know why. it's this is, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this, this whole YouTube thing's super relevant also. Cause like Todd, you, you know about the like Twitter thing, obviously with Donald Trump. Yeah. You got kicked off Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Like you speaking the truth. Yeah. And <laughs> how is this even news? He has an account that's POTUS. Like, I don't know how yeah. Donald, the real Donald Trump wasn't blocked forever ago. When all these other people are getting blocked, it's again the same thing. They use the rules however they want. They could have blocked Donald Trump forever and said, "You can put whatever you want out through the POTUS. Like you can put, you can retweet beheadings on POTUS or whatever yeah. you want to do. Like we can't yeah. block that, <laughs> but we can block a guy who is the president." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we debated yeah, going on to parlor. Um, I don't know. Debated OnlyFans, Pornhub, a lot of places where like there's little to no rules, but we're gonna fight the people. We're we're gonna fight the power. We're going to YouTube. We're sticking. We're sticking it. We chose it. Yeah. So you can catch us there. Uh, we're gonna March fight from the or whatever inside. They kick us off. Fire Twitter. right up their ass. Yeah, exactly. But for now, we're gonna keep doing the the periscopes. Maybe when it switches to Twitter live, Twitter video, we'll have some pre streams here for you. Probably not. You'll probably just have to come to YouTube to see us, you fuckers. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate all of you. That's all I wanted to say. Although I shout out a new IG follower, uh, we love all of you. That's just the <laughs> most recent one. And uh, yeah, shout out also on Twitter, uh, follower from early on TV's John Doerr and his new show on CBC Humor Resources with a bunch of comedians. That's some hilarious shit. So yeah, if you, if you want to get a shout out, just give us a follow, man. We'll hook it up. Free shout outs. Unlike Tim Dillon, we're not going to invoice you later for uh, shouting out the business. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch this week's episode. But yeah, we got some good shit coming out too. Obviously, you guys know the episode's coming out. But uh, we're, we're going to figure out if getting high on sound works. And hopefully, we can all uh, do it together if it does yeah, work. Man. Maybe we'll even all try it together. Who the fuck knows? You're going to have to tune in to... <laughs> any Sunday to every Sunday to find out Sweet. when that episode drops. <laughs> <laughs> when we try to hallucinate on sound coming out of a sound amplifying device. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. To, to, to make it tactical, more tactical than it needs to be. Yeah. But yeah, this, this it, to make it a lot more technical than it needs to be. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, for this, uh, this whole, control like youtube trying to control us keep our message down we don't care we don't want kids 
watching this shit anyways. Like probably a good idea. I don't even know how to use the YouTube settings. I'm just trying to put this shit out for you, y'all. Uh, and our producers are too. That maybe they should, hopefully our new producer knows a little better, but we'll see, we'll see. 2021, <laughs> new year, new me. Uh, <laughs> but Twitter and YouTube suck, agreed. Brian Fogel, you, if you guys watch JRE, this is nothing you want to hear about, but I really, it really grinds my gears because it's right up the alley. This, because Saudi Arabia invested in him, or invested in a lot of these different companies and has a lot of money and a lot of friends and a lot of power, a lot of influence. He's coming out with a doc against Khashoggi. It's a $20 rental in order for whoever produced it to get their money back. They think that's the price they need to charge to get, to make it even because it didn't get picked up by any streaming services. And this is what I found the most crazy. I'm going to let you watch the JRE. We're not going to ruin that for you. Yeah. Like, this is no knowledge at all. But the craziest thing is like Jeff Bezos w- was hacked by the Saudi prince, divorced, yeah. like was lost, ha- lost. Ha- he would when? be the richest man alive still if he wasn't divorced and gave a bunch of his, had to give a bunch of his um, Amazon stock to Mackenzie Bezos. Is that what happened? Fastly becoming the biggest philanthropist. I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. He got hacked by the Saudi Arabia through whatever the, whatever the software that the Israel government sells out so that they know who to target, the Mossad. So Mossad will sell you software that can hack anybody. And now they know, oh, I can, we also are on the back end of this. We know who you're targeting. Cause you've got to like work with, it's like software as a service. You've got to work with them to get the hack done. So, okay. So Masad will do that. So they they hacked Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Yeah, exactly. Same way. Wait, they, how do you know that? Same, same way they did we talk about this on the show. No, but this is, this is it news. This has been in the news a long time ago. I think we didn't talk about it because Jeff Bezos was already getting. How did, who, they said it was the Saudis for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's known. How, it was the Saudis that did it. Like, how do they know? Did Just, they admit it? I don't know how exactly they know, but the same way the CIA always does, they've said like, we are beyond a doubt, it was the Saudis. That's crazy. That infiltrated this, that orchestrated this hack on Jeff Bezos. And I forget why exactly. It was some some way of muscling him or something like that. Um, but yeah, because he's like such a muscly business. And then his wife divorced him. Uh, yeah, because he was hooking up with some other chick. And that was released from this shit. Yeah, they go, they hacked his. So phone. did he call their bluff? They hacked his phone, and the text messages came out. I don't know. I think he. I think Amazon still ended up buying the Saudi Amazon. Like, and that might have been where the beef was. I don't know exactly where the beef was. You'll have to look it up to know for sure. Because if they like, that sounds either either he. He he called their bluff and and they released the information or he he went ahead and did what they were asking him to do and they released it anyways. I don't know if it was or, like. Or do you think there was worse stuff than his wife? Than his wife and shit. I would assume there might be worse stuff. Probably, eh? But if you just look up Bezos Saudis, Jeff Bezos hacked Amazon boss phone hacked by Saudi Crown Prince. Saudi Arabia calls claim absurd. Here's how the Saudis allegedly hacked Jeff Bezos' phone. FBI consulting company concluded in November 2019 with medium to high confidence that the phone of Jeff Bezos was hacked by a file sent from WhatsApp of the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, MBS. 
the Saudi Arabian embassy to the US denies the allegations. So if we go into this uh, background, let me see. Starting in September 2017, the Washington Post, which is owned by Bezos, published a series of columns by Jamal Khashoggi that were critical of Saudi Arabia or MBS. In April 2018, Bezos attended a small dinner with MBS, exchanged WhatsApp numbers. So after, and I think you know the whole Khashoggi story. That's what Brian Fogel's thing's all about. Yeah. So it's crazy that he finds it insane. And I agree with this fact. He finds it insane that uh, Amazon Prime didn't want to pick it up for their subscription service for everybody to watch for free the same Wait, way. What's the Khashoggi story? Uh, he went into the embassy. The Tur- he was in Turkey, went into the embassy. He got murdered? Exactly. And okay. you can watch the doc or look up, look it up to find out more. Because yeah. I support Brian Fogel. He made the Icarus doc about the whole Russian Olympic thing. And then it okay. like fell apart. So hopefully this takes down the Saudis. Uh, what does this got to do with the with the Amazon then? I don't understand. So how Jeff it. Bezos ran he kashagi was a journalist for washington post okay mbs was previously like a uh sorry kashagi was previously a journalist for the royal family and mbs's family so the saudi royal family then he went to washington post said all this shit outside of like he's like oh mbs is killing all these people that are speaking out about saudi around the world send people to canada send people to america through M- canada mbs yeah yeah who's that mohammed bin salman like the okay Lord, the saudi king. Prince. yeah okay so yeah he he's doing all this shit yeah uh, Khashoggi speaks out about it through washington post with bezos owns bezos gets hacked bezos gets divorced <laughs> <laughs> uh bezos is no longer the richest man in the world at this point in time and he's still not putting this video on Amazon Prime. So, bitch ass move. Uh, What's pussy, the video? Pussy of the Alpha of the Week. It's the. It's about the whole Khashoggi killing. It's Brian Fogel's doc. Why doesn't he want to put it out? Uh, he doesn't want to pay for it, or Netflix. So I'm not. I don't know the whole backstory. So maybe the the producers want too much money. Okay. But Icarus. I guess had 700 million views said Netflix. What's Icarus? It's about this Russian doping scandal that's been going on forever. And he got the guy, the main guy in Russia, one of the biggest anti-doping labs in the world to help him dope. He was doing like a, this is how Lance Armstrong did it type of doc because he loved cycling. And it turned out he like fell into this iceberg hole where he hit the dope, biggest doping scandal ever. Wow. Out of Russia and out of the Olympics. And now they're all like shut, shut down and like Russia can't fly so the flag of the Olympics. He, he thinks because he made this documentary, he should get a bunch of money for the next one? No. He's, he got, people produced the documentary, saw it. He's, the money's not his, up to him. <laughs> oh. So maybe those other people behind him do. I don't know what they think. I don't know if they're not asking for a lot of money and no one wants to touch it because it, has to do with the Saudi royal family who has a lot of money yeah. and influence. And that's what he's his argument is. And I kind of agree that Jeff Bezos is a pussy and he's he's the the like the bottom of the week. Rap drugs pod bottom of the week, Jeff Bezos. He just got passed by Elon Musk. 
Joe Rogan drops a Saturday episode of Brian Fogle to trash Bezos even more. So kick a man when he's down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I agree. Like they got me. I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm all in. <laughs> so yeah, he's my least favorite billionaire. Exactly. <laughs> he was, he was up there for me. Like you guys, you guys know I was trashing Elon Musk for a while, but now Jeff Bezos is the shill CIA guy who's tapped in with intelligence. I'm almost certain of it. He controls a post. Like yeah. New York Times is already CIA. So now he made the Washington Post and he's trying to keep up with Bezos to, with Blue Origins, but Bezos, oh, yeah. I mean, Elon Musk with Blue Origins. Sorry, Elon Musk is SpaceX. But uh, he can't. So the government has to like go to Elon Musk to rent all this stuff out. Elon Musk is the richest guy in the world for a reason. So t- tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> The reason is the, he's a CIA contractor, but or government contractor, but that's beside the point. Google, Amazon, Microsoft, uh, Tesla, SpaceX—they're all the biggest companies in the world, and yes, they're all government contractors. But what about Apple? Are they a government contractor? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't know it anymore. They just don't tell you anymore. Exactly. But that's yeah. one thing I don't think people realize. They don't. They have. They don't have to tell you. No, they it's subcon- a secret. <laughs> well, even the employees at Google are upset about it. So what the government does is like subcontracts through another company. Yeah. Like, like iRobot and Boston Dynamics and all the stuff around MIT is like that's fucking cool. I'm a patriot. I'm a storm the capital with my motherfucking robot. Like, <laughs> you guys need robots to fucking run dildos up guys in Yemen I'm down <laughs> whatever whatever it is so that they can kill their own people <laughs> for being gays yeah I'm into it <laughs> so that's what they're up to at iRobot and MIT like they'll just straight up take the government contracts but at Google it's like they've got to do like a project Mavern like through one company and then another company and then another company so the employees are like oh man what are we building this death ray on the moon for like this is a weird thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm coding a death ray on the moon for this random Chinese billionaire. <laughs> oh, turns out it's actually just like the coronavirus, uh, something being created for the U.S. government to control its people. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> if you agree with that, you probably stormed the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Before- I was watching one video. Oh, this chick who got pepper sprayed at the Capitol. Yeah. She was crying and she's like, they pushed me out and they pepper sprayed me. <laughs> and, oh yeah. That's and the guy, the guy, the guy with the video. Oh, you seen it? The guy. Yeah. But yeah, what are you the, saying? Keep going. The guy in the video is like, uh, well, what were you doing? And she was like, it's a revolution. We're doing a revolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty dope revolution. Yeah. But, uh, then she goes on to admit exactly or like tell everyone exactly where she's from (laughs) oh yeah yeah which is a huge mistake if you ask me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh the before before we get into the capital i just want to say too like elon musk he, he is now the richest man alive but i think that even if he wasn't on paper bitcoin doubled in a month and People, the Twitterverse and the the 
internet nerds, they know. They probably sent Elon Musk like a couple point zero ones of Bitcoin just to say like, I love you, bro. Keep it, keep it running. So uh, keep it running. he's actually talked about putting his whole balance sheet into Bitcoin. Man, so, we should get Bitcoins before he does that. Yeah. It's uh, going to make it worth maybe, so much. Maybe, but I think at the same nope. time, it's just like, it might be too late. Skeptical? It might be like cannabis. It might be too late. You think so? Oh, no. I think it, they there is an analyst that say it'll go to 300, 350. So if you believe in that and you have money you don't ever care about to see again, put it into Bitcoin. Like it's oh, just yeah. like the lottery. Instead of playing the lottery, put put it into Bitcoin. Like it's yeah. something real. Like I think that's much smarter. Like if you've got five, 10, 20, 50, 100 bucks and you have a way to put it into Bitcoin at a very low, the lowest transaction cost you can find out there, you should do that if you don't mind losing it. But if you, for investments, you probably should diversify or invest in your education or like uh some your own business a side hustle like invest in yourself first yeah selling coke that's number yeah exactly that's an awesome that's an awesome gig high profit margins Um, yeah high risk though know what you're getting yourself into just like if you buy junk bonds high risk Uh, (laughs) same with cannabis stocks high same with bitcoin high risk but like if you're ready to lose that money and spend some jail time then yeah cocaine if you're ready just to lose some money then (laughs) start it with bitcoin uh, and then yeah. uh if if you're like if you want to stay legitimate and you don't want to go like blue chip stocks then there is a few cannabis companies out there shout out vertical they're, they're a chatham company we like support local uh they dropped a new hi-fi 4g i don't know how good that bud is but the cold creek kush has always been bomb yeah i haven't got it out here yet or i would have sniped it up yeah, yeah. Or is Fair it enough. what kind of strain is it? Uh, Hi-Fi 4G. I don't know exactly what the strain is, but that's what it's called. That's what's been on the market. You don't know if it's sativa or indica? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I think it's a hybrid. I think it's a hybrid. I don't think it's indica or sativa, but I don't know. I'd have to look it up. My bad. I've Idiot. been rocking some of the super cheapest buds out there. A couple hybrids by Shred, Narberry, and Tropic Thunder. It's an organogram brand where they pre-mill the buds and it's pretty good. 19 and 20% or 21% THC. So that's some nice. bomb stuff. Uh, Organograms a stock ticker too. Uh, the, my favorites though, I always mention these ones, Pure Sun Farms. Their white rhino was kind of trash, but their pink kush is always a go-to solid. Their village farms actually, if you want to look up their stock ticker and look into it. Delta 9, DN. I really like their their buds, best quality to price. I'd say you're getting like nearly quad level bud, if not quads for most people scale at under six bucks a gram, seven bucks a gram for 3.5s. And then I'm just waiting for their strand, like them to grow slowly and their strands to come to more places. Cause I think like, uh, Village farms, I, I think they make a lot of money too, but good supply in particular. Afria brands like Riff and Bingo and some uh, Soleil. So, some of the Afria stuff's pretty hit and miss. Like some stuff they do very well at a good price, 
but yeah. they're wasting a lot of money on other things. And like, it, it's hard to be one of the big players though. Also their, uh, their CBD droppers are on point. They're the only ones you can get at all reasonably. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I don't know how legitimate all of their balance sheet is and their transactions and everything, but I would say they're the fucking grittiest big cap company out there. Like if you're going to like, and the Alfria Tilray merger was a long time coming. Like they've been one of the best at mergers and acquisitions. Like they picked up Broken Coast, like a fan favorite, but LP for medical people for like the last 15 years or so. Like they've they've been, Afria's killing it. And I gotta, gotta give them some love and respect with the whole Tilray merger. Yeah. And, uh, I, th- I think even before that, if you were smart, you were betting on them instead of Canopy and Tweed and uh, what was the other big, Aurora's and uh, there's another big one out there. Even even Tilray, Til- like Tilray and Afria, like good on you for getting in Tilray and re- realizing that they were doing something that others wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but but other than that, you you were smart to get out when big mergers happened with these other companies. So like for, for a Kronos group, like when they got bought by, uh, fuck, whoever the cigarette company is, that's when you, that's when you like maybe get some of your money out. When uh canopy bought, got bought by that alcohol brand company, Constellation Brands, that's yeah. when you get some of your money out. Like you let, these mergers kind of see, and even Tilray, like I think Tilray ran up a bunch. Like you, you leave some money in the new company if you really, because if you really are doing a long hold strategy, but you also diversify when you gain. And that's the other thing about Bitcoin. If you are going to put money in, when you get a big run up, you just diversify when you gain. But that's enough we're going to say. Everybody probably turned off the pod. You might have even unfollowed us. We're yeah. getting too deep into the financials. Couldn't even hear you. What kind of drug he has money to invest? <laughs> I just saw numbers flying across the screen and yeah. there are graphs coming at me. I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But for all you motherfucking Bitcoin nerds and uh, stock uh, kids, I just had that question from one of uh, my friends earlier this week. Big fan of the pod. Yeah, no, I, no, that was some good info. I'm sure people. Signal. I'm sure that some people like that. It wasn't. It wasn't too long or too yeah. boring. So yeah, yeah I've followed so, it. Um, so if you got too much coin, you can send some to PayPal Emmy slash Rap Drugs Pod as well. Yeah, but, I'll look after your bitcoins for you. <laughs> I can take care of them. Yeah, nice exactly. and safe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so should we talk about this man with the magic penis, maybe? I don't know. Did we get into the storm in the capital enough, though? I think we I just kind of really, low key mentioned it. Do you want to do it? I first? think we should really just just get that off the table before we really get into the good stuff. Sorry for like if you got if you guys are here just for the magic penis, the child pedophilia, you can get to the end. <laughs> if you're yeah. here, like we're going to talk about saving the children now, also. <laughs> so. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some. Some people, uh, big big names. Todd, do you know what time we're at? By the way, uh, I don't know how to check. Might that. be on the o- stream or OBS if you can. Sw- I'm maybe on that'll OBS. Fuck up our stream. <laughs> Is it duration? 
Yeah. When you're uh, live, the 36 right. minutes. Nice, nice. Flip back. Uh, maybe I know what time it is now. Oh, nice. We started dead even at certain time. I can't tell you what time zone we're in because that's top secret because we've been hiding out in our bunker for a long that's time. Top secret. Well, we've been hiding out in our bunker for a long time. Like, yeah. If you were on the internet, if you were tapped into the queue, like we've been re, like, if you're following the pod, you know. The research comes before the psychedelic drugs. It's research and psychedelic drugs. Like we're into nootropics, <laughs> like microdosing is a big thing. Like macrodosing, also a big thing. But when you're when you're going deep in the Q hole, that's when you're microdosing. That's when you're smoking a lot of dope. Maybe you're on the meth. Maybe you're on the perkies. Depends what's cool in your area. Uh, if And if you consider that psychedelic, I kind of consider that stimulant, but... <laughs> Uh, maybe you're on the K2 and the spice and the bath salts. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to go legal, trying to go legit. But, but yeah, the research always comes first. So if you were researching, the writing was on the wall. Like maybe from 2015 even. But yeah, like if, but right now, like you look back and you're like, oh shit, yeah. Trump's been telling these people to do it for a long time. And who wouldn't do it? <laughs> like, yeah, man, it looked like fun. A, not you know, I was kind of like, I wish I was there. Exactly. Not everyone has an outlet like the rap drugs pod. And also people that do. Yeah. A lot of them are insane. Like I, I bet you how yeah. many people are these going to, how many of these people are going to get booked because they're like a podcaster or like already out there. Like the guy with the horns on his <laughs> fucking head. He was the Q, the QAnon shaman. Yeah, that guy's sick. He was all yeah, <laughs> exactly. That uh, should I show some pictures from the day <laughs> we talked? To? Oh yeah, if you got if you got anything to sh- to share, why not? <clears throat> but yeah, the, were the Trumps instigated by Trump? I mean, were the riots instigated by Trump? Yes. Were the riots staged? Potentially. Like I don't think they were staged about as much as QAnon was staged. In, in this era where people want to get famous on the internet, uh, and may, maybe people aren't going to like this viewpoint because there's there's even some some bigger names that I would I would say that are disingenuously or very or maybe like authentically embracing QAnon and others to capture a fake audience or an audience that may or may not be true to that their being yeah and we and we found that a lot with republican lawmakers <laughs> <laughs> like they were going out and getting the crowd juiced they were they were literally in the riots like six republican like independent uh uk thing they were saying six republican lawmakers are among rioters as police release photos of those wanted. And suspects include Holocaust deniers, white supremacists, and conspiracy theorists. So like, I appreciate our fans for fighting the government, but sometimes you go too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and man. I, I'm, maybe I feel partly responsible, and that's why I'm speaking out. 
<laughs> but at least six Republican state yeah. legislators took I, part in the evening. How many times did we say to like go burn it all down and stuff? Like yeah. we didn't mean literally, but apparently uh, someone took it seriously. Yeah, exactly. To go, put, we were talking about joining the BLM riots, not, not like joining the off-duty police officers and all the guys in Punisher shirts to go fight yeah. the, the nerd cops <laughs> at Capitol Hill. Like I, I when I was in Windsor. You know where nerd cops were? They were riding a bike down the river. Like, (laughs) there's no cool cops patrolling Capitol Hill. Like, you don't fucking go be a SEAL, Navy SEAL, and then fucking go be a Capitol Hill police. Like, you join a SWAT team. Like, or you get juiced up on roids and you patrol the bars at night and you beat up teenagers who uh, shouldn't be in the bars. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I can't. I, I just I think like yeah, the Capitol Hill police are probably the nerd police, and it was probably well, tough to fight their friends. Also, it's yeah. kind of like like I. That's what from what I understand. Like yeah, it seemed like a lot of the local police and these Capitol Hill police were like letting these people in or letting it go. At least part of them. Yeah, a part of them. Some of them were taking selfies, I guess, with the people and. Well, there was that one guy. Did you see the guy with the, the gun? Like the picture, the photo with the gun of the guy shooting through the window. Like, no. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> there was a lot going. And then the senator that like had the. They, I guess they had these friggin' space kind of masks. Like, like uh, Duncan Trussell had this cool helmet, and just you pro- you've probably seen it on JRE if you watch that they have like these space helmets on YouTube that you put on where it's just like the front's kind of like a helmet and the rest is like a ventilator and it like suctions to your shoulders around yeah. your neck. So like the politicians all have these ba- head bags with fucking neck suction things that had like a fucking ventilator on the bottom, like an <laughs> air purifier. So they had like neck air purifiers that had like bags over their heads. If that failed, that would be awesome if someone died from that with them leaving, like... All the other deaths, like, rest in peace, homies. Like, especially the police officers that were trying to keep out the QAnon and the people fighting for a good cause with QAnon. Rest in peace. You guys both were fighting the good fight. (laughs) 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 But, yeah. For all the politicians, they, like, snuck out in an underground bunker with these fucking caps on. Like, if you were smart like us, you'd be in your underground bunker already. (laughs) You would have been doing the electoral college vote in an underground bunker because <laughs> you would have read about the capital game storm. And that's the other thing. Like how many guys do you think called in sick that day? Cause they were like, Oh fuck. Trump's getting everyone to storm the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Really it definitely though. seemed like the worst of the worst were the boys in blue on Capitol Hill to this day. Yeah. <laughs> Macing women like <laughs> but yeah yeah i don't know they're, they're kind of no no for uh, being dicks in the past though from what i hear like there's been reports of capital police beating up like disabled people <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and that's, outside. and that's really where i think things get worse is because maybe these people that showed up at work were like yeah, storm the Capitol. Like I'm, I support. Yeah. I'm a Trumper. Like that's almost. I don't want to hurt you guys because I'm your, fr- I'm your fans. I'm your friends. I'm on the same page. I don't want to get shot or stabbed. Also, like 
I didn't sign. I didn't. I signed up for a cop at the Capitol Hill to get a fucking cushy ass pension and nice paycheck, not to fucking get shot and stabbed. Like I didn't think this was ever gonna happen, but I knew it was gonna happen because I follow Trump on Parler <laughs> or Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they probably agree with storm the Capitol. On the flip side, if they didn't, they knew what was behind the curtain. They knew anyone they let past is all like they've got their cell phones to take their pictures of themselves. But literally in the upper deck of the fucking chambers was just media. Like this was a media circus. This was <laughs> this was clearly staged. Like I understand cell phone cameras are now 4K and the video qualities are awesome. But you can see pictures of fucking guys up in the upper balcony with fucking Nikons and cannons with fucking insane lenses with like $15,000 lenses. Yeah. <laughs> like there's clearly, clearly media all over, like taking Crazy. pictures of everyone. So like, that's awesome. Like they're obviously there for the Capitol Hill, but at this, at what point are you like, these people just want to be viral. Like this is the perfect shitstorm of culture for this to happen. We're at yeah. that perfect time when it's like anyone who was following Trump was had their own interests. Like, look at Steve Bannon. Like, he was just trying to get a super yacht and travel the world with all of your money. Like, <laughs> and he, he, they caught him. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you blame him though? Super no, yachts are dope, man. Just like I can't blame the QAnon shaman. Like, and he came from much less. And that's why I think these, I feel so bad for these people ending up in jail when really they need like just their cell phones taken away. Yeah. <laughs> cell phones should just go to jail and their they, internet they connection should go to jail. Yeah. Like I think kind of like a driver's license, you need to get an internet license. And like, <laughs> yeah, a VPN should be allowed. But as soon as you start uploading, that's a lot different. If they want yeah. to stop pirates, they could, like, if they actually wanted to monitor and control the internet, it would be the uploads, not the downloads. <laughs> like, right. and I, I don't know if I agree with censoring or monitoring uploads, but I'm like, they're doing it anyways. <laughs> and right now they're also watching the downloads. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I don't know. And I think that's the, that's the problem. Everyone's just, Ari Spears sucking on a cow's teeth. Shout out to Mad TV parody <laughs> intro. Everyone's just Ari Spears, Tom Green sucking on it. Like Tom Green, if you know Tom Green and you know Freddie Got Fingered and you know Road Trip and you know the Tom Green show, he was doing Instagram and Twitter and Vine and TikTok comedy 25, 30 years ago in Ottawa, Canada. Like he was painting his parents, YouTubers. He was painting his parents' house plaid. He was fucking, yeah. he was, he was, this is a great thing. He was battling pizza men. So he, they'd like, get, they either got connected or like somehow tapped into like pizza deliveries and they'd show up where a pizza was getting delivered and like give them a lower price on the pizza. <laughs> like <laughs> the pizza guy. And like, That's awesome. he was doing tons of shit like that. Like on the street type of beat stuff. Like, so you, respect where respect is due tom green is a fucking legend yeah and 
he yeah he was sucking on the cow's teat on Mad TV. Of course, Ari Spears is going to do that. And this is this is the QAnon Donald Trump argument. I if you drank the Kool Aid, mad respect. Like if you were pushing the Kool Aid without drinking it, you're just like that fucking priest who was selling the coronavirus cure, the coronavirus silver bullet. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> so if yeah. QAnon Trotman actually believed in this shit, mad love. If he was just trying to get famous, like, congrats, man. You are the internet's version of fucking Mel Gibson Braveheart. You are double <laughs> rainbow of Mel Gibson Braveheart. How does it feel? <laughs> Did you Do you like your 15 seconds from jail? <laughs> And that's why the that's why the guys who showed up to Capitol Hill, who let the people through, did it. Because they're like, fuck, I could have been this guy. Let's let him get his 15 seconds and then he can enjoy it for himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, if you are a conspiracy theorist, you probably agree with me to attempt that this was counterintelligence. Because... How often, and I, I don't know if it is or not, I'm just being speculative. Like they're normalizing snitching. 2020 is the year of the snitch. 2021 is the year of the rat. They like, and 2019 was Takashi 69. So like they're really driving home how cool snitching is. Every year yeah. they've got some sort of government's co-opted psyop. Like they had that narc undercover Takashi 69 taking down the New York bloods. <laughs> snitching. They had uh, 2020 COVID come out. Chinese produced COVID, put it out, snitch on your neighbors, attack each other, ultimate fight. And now they've got the whole, uh, and from that and during that, the US election, BLM versus Antifa versus QAnon, snitch on each other. And they don't even have to, like, they can just fire half the police and FBI intelligence agents because the internet's going to do it for them. <laughs> yeah like like that one dumbass who stormed QAnon he had a fucking badge on while he did it like he wanted to get fired <laughs> <laughs> like and the other thing was how was everyone in such fresh gear like the Trump gear was the freshest like they just ordered the latest Trump gear online and just like they're like I'm this is my, this is what I'm wearing January 6th and they just yeah, like man. posted their outfits to parlor and we're like, yeah, here's my man, fucking OOTD. Their Facebook's probably Jan all 6. had, had <laughs> they probably were taking pictures in that shit, posted on Facebook the whole two weeks coming up to the thing saying, I'm going to storm the Capitol. I can't wait. Yeah. Anyone who was their <laughs> Facebook friends saw this coming, saw this coming. But yeah, even, and then, because the, the whole reason I'm saying this whole police knew what was going on, people knew what was going on the FBI knew what was going on is because just like with the G20 riots that they did a decade ago in Toronto to fucking the police instigated in counterintelligence, they've done this before in Toronto. Like uh, a guy threw a beer at a Blue Jays game. I don't know if he threw it at someone on the field or just threw it onto the field. This guy got fired from work from internet snitches zooming in on him and saying like, I know this guy, he works here and there. <laughs> so yeah. like, th this is the world we live in now. Everybody wants to be famous. 
Some people will do are willing to do anything to be famous or keep their fame. Look at the activism on the left from celebrities. Look at the activism on the right from celebrities. Like what? Like if that's celebrities, like you got to imagine what regular people without an audience are willing to do to even get a little bit of that audience. Yeah. And look at guys like Colby Covington, like a UFC guy who's trying to, he's a Trump supporter, but he's like going a thousand percent on it in order to try and get a bigger following. <laughs> and I, I don't blame you. I don't know who said it, but like the only audience, I think Ryan Long said it, the only audience bigger than like going for Trump or Biden supporters is fat people. <laughs> is that right? In the US anyways, nice. <laughs> like overweight people. <laughs> Like the only that's thing that's more audience. than the 75 million. I think that should be our new people. target. I'm yeah. just going to eat buckets of KFC yeah. every time we have an episode. Fat drugs pod? <laughs> yeah. It's just about, we just mukbang food for an hour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys can keep up your diet. We're yeah. going to mukbang. <laughs> we love y'all and appreciate y'all. I eating food. But Todd... What about the 10 ex-Pentagon chiefs and their warning letter to Trump? Like this, this news know. literally came out earlier this week. Like they knew it was happening and they just wanted to say like, we're well, going to come it's down hard to, on you. To me, like yeah, they were warning against week. like a military invention. Oh, you're leaving. Holy shit. It sounded to me like they were going against the military intervention. Like, uh, like Trump was going to, uh, I don't know, call in military because like he should have called it the national guard but for some reason didn't hey yeah yeah because he, he should have called the national guard but he didn't or at least he didn't until it was like a lot later into like they the local dc police were calling in other police in the area like yeah yeah they they waited till 6 p.m late because like even though everyone is like good Google Pixel 5s and like iPhones with night sight, like the media's cameras don't work as good at night. So they'd have to set up a bunch of lighting and get pictures. So like <laughs> that's why the curfew was like after dusk. Yeah. Cause they're like, oh yeah, we can't, we like, we can't even really get good photos. Like we're exactly. losing What's the evidence against Donald Trump now. Yeah. We might as well, we might as well stop it. Like, but I, I, but I, I also agree with you though. Like Trump should have known better and if, if he was going to call this on, he should have had more people waiting. But I also think it's possible he's just a pawn in a bigger game. What I was going to say is, it's, what they're saying seems kind of weird to me because it seemed like they were more calling on uh, uh, like him him as if he was going to do a military coup. Like he was going to get the military involved. Like this yeah. was a civilian thing, but, which they should have known about. They should have known about the civilian thing, but they, they seem to be warning against the military. They did, Todd. It's just like 9-11. It's like they, everyone knew this was coming. Yeah. The military orchestrated this. Like this is obviously some sort of, some sort of thing so that they can make more laws because of the riots. Like so there do you was, think Trump was behind this? Potentially. I don't, like, if do you he think he got the he Pentagon played, he to just put like, this in? No. You know what I mean? No, I think either he knew and was working with Mike Pompeo and Bill Barr and the CIA or he didn't know. And like, like, I just think it's very strange 
that the FBI is calling Q and on a terrorist group years ago. Yeah. Because they knew this was coming. Yeah. Like there was no, nothing else to take them seriously. Like they knew how, like, I don't know how else. And if they knew 9-11 was going to happen, they had all that evidence that they've come out with now. They obviously knew this was happening. And like you're saying, how do they not have the National Guard there and ready? Or come go to Capitol Hill as soon as the protesters or riots show up. But they have them in the California, keeping everyone in during COVID and BLM yeah. riots. Like it just it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. And no one's saying this because they're all like just loving the riots because it's a movie. It's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, everyone said it was just like Black Hawk Down. Exactly. Movie I never it's, seen. It's chaos, but at the same time, I I think it's whether it's co-opted or not, it's a perfect storm. Everyone knew. Everyone. There's no way if the U.S. intelligence didn't know this was going to happen, like then the entire history of the CIA and FBI as we know it is a lie. <laughs> like. <laughs> They had to have known this is how they have the best fucking intelligence on the planet. If they didn't know the Mossad knew, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> British intelligence knew, Russian intelligence knew, <laughs> like, like, that's all I'm saying is everyone knew this was coming. It's clearly the yeah, same I just kind of thing. Who orchestrated it because I feel like Pompeo and so? Bill Burr. Like just you just got to think well, about this. Pompeo like and Bill a, Barr a was, Russian or a but Chinese operation. Maybe, but why was Bill Barr distancing himself from Donald Trump's election claims longer than anyone else before? Anyone yeah, else? yeah, that's true. Pompeo, why did so many people leave? The we military? were wondering that. We were wondering. So many people resigned from the military yeah. in the last month or two or three. Not. Like, and do you think like, they were telling him right up to this day? They knew what was going on. He, he still had a chance. No, so that they, he would keep pushing him. They, yeah. Well, they didn't want either that. Yeah, exactly. They they distanced themselves because they were they distanced themselves publicly, but it said that this is still gonna work out. And then he, when it came down to it, he found out that day. Yeah, they could have even said like, if we distance ourselves, it might help more. Yeah. It might help the or this might even more. not even be the end of it. Like or, really, we got two weeks. Like what's going to happen? Or maybe Donald Trump's now <laughs> an intelligence agent, or maybe he always was. Like look at the geopolitical kind of thing. He was connected with Epstein. Like he he's in Mar-a-Lago where Epstein was all the time. Epstein's intelligence. He's yeah. traveling the world, working with. He's like friends with the Saudi family. He's getting all this investments from billionaires, building Trump towers. Like. There's no doubt in my eye, like there's nothing in my eyes that say Trump couldn't have always been an intelligence, just like Disney. If people think Disney is CIA or FBI, like why would you not think Trump isn't? Yeah. If you think Joe Rogan could be CIA, why would you not think Trump isn't? Like he's, he's been a celebrity, he's been an international guy. If he is doing geopoliticals, deal, doing these geopolitical dealings, he's obviously being vetted politically both externally and internally by the US. He's all, if he, whether they're playing him and following him or whether he's fucking propped up by them, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Look, I'm looking at this retroactively and I would love people to, to say otherwise 
or disagree with me. If yeah. you can disagree with me, prove it. <laughs> like, I can't prove what I can prove, but all I can do is say, like, we know these type of things. Like, we know what Jeffrey Epstein was. We know what Donald Trump is. Sep how, we, we know what Les Wexner was. We know what Donald Trump is. Can you separate them? Do you know the difference between them? Like some guy who owned a US pageantry and de dealt with geopolitics and all these famous royal people all the time and has a fucking place in Mar-a-Lago. And like, it's it would just be shocking to me if he wasn't being followed and <laughs> like the underlings were all CIA and FBI. If that's not the case, they're like, he is definitely yeah. tapped in. Like, and you have to be with organized crime. Look at the Clintons, look at his best friends. Like you, yeah. you either are followed by them or you're part of it. You're part of the machine. You're in on it. You're in yeah. on it. But yeah, yeah. On a, on a, on a lighter note, unless you got more juice to squeeze out of that bad boy, Todd, should we no. get a the man with the magic penis? Yeah. Magic penis, man. Yeah. This, this guy's wild. I can't believe that. Uh, yeah. And I love it though. I, I appreciate it, but it, it is kind it. of eerie. You think this is a sick cartoon? It's pretty dope, but it's eerie. I don't like the animation. I've never liked that type of animation. Clay the claymation? Yeah. So I realized only the live streamers are going to be able to see this, but I'm going to show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you're going to put that up? Yeah, I'm going to put it up on the... You probably got a different video picture there, but yeah, he's playing ping pong with his penis in this picture <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh john dillerman which roughly translates to john wiener man is sparking controversy in denmark <laughs> so john wiener man is causing a stir in the country among those who think it's inappropriate for young people or it sends the wrong message in the me too era i don't know about the me too era but i know in the child pedophilia area era save the children era that normalizing a man with a magic penis, like, <laughs> what are the action figures going to be? What is the yeah. the signings going to be like? It's like, just clever because they they made the penis like like uh, part of his his shirt. Like he's wearing yeah. like a once onesie like bathing suit. Yeah, he's got like, like a snake in his, with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is normalizing pedophilia, like. What child wouldn't want to play with a giant penis after seeing this show? In this picture, it looks like he he like used it to make himself fly through the air. Like I don't know how many people are like, oh, he, I like, want to be a magician when I grow up. He, he, and then like, instead they saw the man with the magic penis and they're like, I want to play with penises when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> he he extended his penis so hard into the ground he he flew off into the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. But yeah, it's a sick claymation show. It airs on the Danish public broadcaster. So it's like their PBS. And it's aimed at children ages four through eight. So far, it's proved popular. But according to The Guardian, it's also causing a stir in the country among those who think it's inappropriate for young people. But Ida Root, a freelance film and TV critic, has seen every episode of John Dillerman and says it's good, silly fun. Which I, I think it, it reminds me of Pangu. <laughs> like Pangu could have easily had just like a giant magic penis come out and fucking 
do do the yeah. damn thing. It's true. But but yeah, here's part of our conversation as it happens. Host Carol off. So we're we're reading a CBC article as Canadian taxpayers. We believe we paid to do this. So how on earth does a TV show for preschoolers about a man who cannot control his magic penis even get past the pitch stage? I think it's a very Danish way of making child t- TV where there's kind of no rules as long as no one gets hurt. And if it's also silly, I mean, that's just a plus. People were just like, this is courageous and silly. So why not do it? I mean, it's totally innocent and goofy. And yeah, I think it's fucking awesome. I agree. Like this is, <laughs> this, is all, this is what comedy needs from a comedy standpoint. But the target audience is a little odd. Like, yeah, like four to eight is interesting, but and very Danish, as you say. Yeah, we're kind of laid back in some yeah, ways. Yeah, why would they aim for like fourteen to sixteen? You know. Yeah, because it's like this, <laughs> here's what they said. We kidding. also have like a dark sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They should have done it that exact demographic. Like, why not zero to sixteen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so of course, I don't think anyone is surprised that this show has caused an outrage, but maybe the criticism that it was so huge was a bit of a surprise. Here's another awesome GIF. Like this is me whenever I go to to a freaking parade or wherever you get balloons. But yeah, snake-like penis. So like a childish term for penis with a man attached. So wiener man. The name itself is enough to make children laugh because anytime you say wiener, it's funny. So they're basically like Blink-182 of television. Like Blink-182, that last time I checked, that was an 18 plus album when they were like taking off your pants and jacket and like my grandpa ate a bunch of hot dogs but <laughs> he lives with his great grandmother who's this old conservative a bit scared lady like put that away john you can't go showing your penis you can't use that to pick apples you can't use that to walk the dog but the penis has the mind of its own so they're normalizing the penis having a mind of its own oh he doesn't control it yeah Oh, yeah, it's weird. And then if you don't understand the language and you just saw like a trailer for the show, I don't think you know it was a penis. Yeah, you 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 100% would. Like this is clearly a penis. Like, yeah. This is 100 100% is clearly a penis. You would and the show's John Wiener man. <laughs> like that would be like being like, "Oh yeah, the guy's is this new superhero's penis man, um uh, but you can't tell if it's his penis or his tail." <laughs> You would think it's it was a tail of some sort because it's just red and white stripes, just like his bathing suit. It's just very long, slim tail. There's no scrotum. There's no pubic hair. There's you nothing so realistic about this. this penis. It's short and long, and sometimes you can't see it, just like any penis. And you can pick <laughs> the apples from the tree and pick up the neighbor if he's being a pain in the butt. So this critic thinks they're funny. Like This is exactly like storming Capitol Hill. This critic is using this television show is a chance to be like their own platform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he does some heroic or his penis does some heroic things, but well, the penis gets him into trouble from time to time. <laughs> this is the interviewer. For instance, the penis wants an ice cream and the great grandmother says, no, you can't take an ice cream. And then they go to the zoo and it sees an ice cream truck and it steals an ice cream. So like Damn. grandma's like, no, you can't have sex with your grandma. And it steals the grandma's hymen. <laughs> <laughs> it's disturbing like this is that's what it's gonna lead that's probably what episode like 50 or 100 is gonna be <laughs> yeah and because of this a lot like they're gonna get people hooked on it obviously before it starts into the rape 
<laughs> and because of this, a lion gets out and chases the children around. And John is about to say, oh, I can't handle this. I'll just go away and leave it to someone else. Then he's like, no, I have to handle this. I have to take care of this problem. And then the penis is slapping the lion. <laughs> so it goes back in. <laughs> oh, There's like two camps. And the one is obviously one with parents who are appalled that someone would have a grown man's penis on a kid's show. They think it's reversed. They think it's a gateway for pedophiles to groom their children, teaching children that, oh, the male penis is not something you should be scared of. So if someone comes into a playground and pulls it out, it's just fun and games. <laughs> Recently, we had like a second wave, a second discussion debate about Me Too. And because of this, people are like, why do we always have men like, oh, penis is doing it. It's not my fault. The penis has a mind of its own. Shouldn't be a fault of this. So it is a funny ass cartoon for that reason, but it should be like 18 plus. An adult cartoon, yeah. Yeah. I'm a feminist myself, but when I saw the show, I didn't think of this at all. I just thought it was hilarious and silly, but I get that it's bad timing that there's a show about male character with a big penis. I think any time would be bad timing, but I'm just hoping that the second season or the first season or a completely new show would have a female lead character with a vulva or long titties or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you point out, there's nothing sexual about this. And kids that age especially think that penises and vaginas and vulvas are hilarious. Exactly, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Four to eight-year-olds think penises and vaginas are hilarious. Like maybe in day, in maybe the, if Denmark. their parents think it's hilarious. <laughs> like what maybe if, things are different in Denmark, Jason? You call yeah, in uncultured swine. True, true. But yeah, this is what they maybe I'm uncultured. Also, I think it's important that children <laughs> don't feel inhibited by their body, their sexuality. I mean, it's too early for children that age to feel awkward about having a penis or having a vagina. But in time, we have a lot of problems with children and young adults who feel insecure about their bodies they don't shower or have they're having a gym in school because they don't want to be seen naked i think this show is actually helping that regard because it's a shame to being naked and i i agree with that like i i do think it would be cool if they came out with a vagina supervillain, and the magic penis like just destroys it like beats it up all the time and that's like a regular occurrence on the show <laughs> you think that would be a good idea <laughs> <laughs> Well, if they want to put a penis vulva in for the, the the flying magic penis guy, he's like a duck. His penis is like a duck penis. I've also been debating maybe this criticism about John Wienerman being offensive, being bad. Then maybe small boys will hear about this. Children pick things up like this. Maybe think, oh, I'm bad for having a penis. My penis is bad. That would be the worst thing to have from having this debate. And the best thing would be boys just whipping their penises out and like trying to get to do magic tricks or like being a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Bobby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, but he's, at least he knows he's doing it for an 18 plus audience. This is not the first time Denmark's public broadcaster has made a show with a console version children's show. No, we have that often. We have a guy called uncle Ray J who likes to play heavy metal, who sometime, some point encouraged children to become Satanists. And people were very offended by that as well. That's cool. Tell them the question, religion. I agree with that yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. And also with nudity. We have a show where grown-ups take off their clothes in front of children older than four to eight. But they bring school classes in and then people with maybe disfigurements who are transgendered or obese, something like that. They take off their clothes and then the children are allowed to ask them anything they want. Wow, that's the Danish way. So, Is that like with real people and not cartoons? Yeah. that's So Crazy. they also have pedophile that's a like, real show that's crazy 
And then do you think they yeah. will make another season of John Wienerman? I think so. It's been quite popular. I mean, we're not a large country, so I heard it have been seen by 86,000 in the first weekend here. And after all this debate, I'm sure a lot of people will find it. Sometimes it works for you having all this lively debate. So again, just like QAnon, Shaman, they're just trying to tap into the the, the zeitgeist, the culture, the counterculture as it is. Exactly. Like all, and, or the anti-heroes to the Me Too movement. Yes, and that's the problem. <laughs> Everyone wants to be an anti-hero. Yeah. There is no heroes anymore. There's only anti- Everyone wants to be the Punisher. Yeah. Everyone. Or Wolverine. Or Wolverine. Like, yeah. name a hero to me who's cool nowadays. I don't know. No, no. everyone wants to be the Conor McGregor everywhere no. of the world. They want to be <laughs> the anti-hero. Yeah. They, they, like... Anti is just so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, like I like ever since things. Nirvana Anarchy. and grunging Anarchy. and like rancid exactly since the eighties, since like Sex Pistols, since punk came out, since the Clash. It's, a, it's only become more popular. It's yeah, counterculture has become adults. mainstream. <laughs> exactly, that's it. People are now growing up on punk music and skateboarding and rap music and fucking gangs. So like. Now it's fucking cool everywhere and it's normalized. Yeah. Sons of anarchy. You, yes. Let's sell exactly. crack. <laughs> exactly. So like it's everyone's doing it. It's the coolest. There's be, there's nothing noble about being clean. There's nothing noble about being a hero. No one wants to be Captain America. They want to be Punisher. Yeah. They have, Captain America's they, lame. Because they, everybody wants to have these dimensions. They're a big titty goth. Like, you know, they have to be like depressed or something. Like, even if they're yeah. not. And otherwise they have to be like an Instagram influencer fitness person who's like gung-ho about life. But even that doesn't sell. Like I said, look at Conor McGregor. You, if you're not an anti-hero, you can't sell. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, that's... positive, lame. Exactly. And I'm... Losers. We're, we're here Posers. to post. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you're too positive, then you're faking it. It's just fact. Is it though? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's fake it, fake it till you make it. No. I, I think uh, nothing's real. Someone's got to poke fun at the antiheroes. Someone's got to poke. Like, yes, a lot of people poke fun yeah, at Donald Trump. They're also lame. But yeah. Heroes exactly. suck too. You shouldn't want to be anything. You shouldn't yeah. exist. You should cease to exist. You need to meditate your way out of existence. Exactly. Either way, <laughs> you're relying on an authority to tell you what's good or save yeah. you. You need to, re- you need to achieve enlightenment. Go get fish and deer and eat, eat grass and live in the woods. Eat yeah. bark. And if you can't do that, That's the like, way to be. do something else. Discipline yourself. Like... Stick yeah. to a schedule. Game. I'm concerned. Eight hours saving a day. People, every day. <laughs> saving people hurts just as many people as hurting people. Exactly. That's, that's the way I see it. Exactly. And if, <laughs> and I, I think the real thing, the the real message, the way we should end the pod, because like, this is the week about being you. If you're the QAnon shaman, yeah, you're gonna storm the motherfucking capital. You're gonna take de- like, if you want to get famous off that, you do that. Like. You, if you don't realize the jail consequences of it, well, that's your own damn mistake. (laughs) You should do it. You should live life to the fullest. And if you knew what you were signing yourself up for, just do it. So if you want to be, if you want to be an American, if you want to be lazy and fat, you got to commit yourself. You've got to get those potatoes. You got to show up to McDonald's. 
without your mask and argue with everybody and ask them if you can use their mask to go inside after they're, they're done ordering. Ask someone for a disposable mask. Be like, can I use your mask to go? Just be an idiot. Be an American. And America, sit on your ca- and stream eight hours of whatever, illegally America. or legally. Let the other countries pay for your, your television. Download it. America. VPNs. And yeah, mo- most of all, like just be fat and watch TV. And if that's you, you're being the best damn you you can be because we need more of you to support our shows. Joe yeah. Rogan doesn't have enough people watching. He needs you to live vicariously through him. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to work out. You can just watch Conor McGregor do it. And yeah. when he wins the fight, you're a champion. You won. You yeah, won the fight. Exactly. Just like sports. Just like sports. So when yeah, you man. listen to the Rap Drugs pod and you share it with your friends, and then they're talking to you about Rap Drugs pod the next week, you're getting jacked up. You're getting juiced. They're talking about how awesome you are. Yeah, now you're both winners. You're you're part of it. You're a part of you're part of the pod. You are the pod. We exactly. are all one. So yeah, you watching us be successful is like you being successful. Exactly. So if if this is where you find your being, if listening to the rap drugs pod, you puts a smile on your face, why wouldn't you go put a smile on someone else's face and share it with them? Sure. Or better yet, quit your job. Sure. And listen to the Rap Drugs Pod full time. Share it. Or email or text us or call us and tell us that you want to join the army. You want to join the commune. Send all your sell all your personal belongings and send the money to paypal.me slash rap drugs pod. Share the show. And don't forget, follow (laughs) or lead. And let us follow. By following us so we can follow back. We know where the leaders are. If we don't follow you back, sorry. You just didn't make the cutter you post too much. <laughs> That's the real reason why we had to go through the, the purge. So you, a lot of you guys out there might have noticed you lost a lot of followers lately. That's because me and Todd unfollowed some people. Like, I heard Brett Weinstein shouting out about it. Heard a lot of other shit. <laughs> but yeah. That's because when the rap drugs pod unfollows, you lose a lot. You lose a lot of uh, your audience with us. <laughs> but I don't know if I lost. Todd might have already quit, uh, quit and left on us. <laughs> I don't know. But I think it's about motherfucking time to sign off. Keep tuning in, especially if you want to hear about getting high on sound. Uh, if you want to hear some of the lost episodes. Anyways, thanks for listening to whatever the hell that was, you druggies. Uh, leave a five-star review if you like that on Apple Pod. Don't forget to comment. New episodes for the Rap Drugs Pod every Sunday. Uh, IGTV at Rap Drugs Pod. Twitter at Rap Drugs Pod. YouTube, Bong Toke Productions. We're going to be dropping streams, clips, lots of other fucking shit there. Merch, teesprings.com slash store slash Rap Drugs. New merch coming soon. And pay what you can at paypal.me slash pod. You can always email us, therapdrugspod at gmail.com, DM us, or give us a ring or a text, 202-594-9466. Fuck the government.